The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. To find more podcasts like this, please check out professionalcasual.com. Hello to everyone out there in Zombieland. I'm Gina, former host of We Live, a weekly podcast about life after reanimation that I was broadcasting from an island lighthouse somewhere off the coast of the Pacific Northwest. And I'm aging Gen X shock jock radio DJ Joe Dees. One night I broke into Gina's lighthouse thinking it was abandoned, but after I found out she had a plethora of audio equipment, I decided to never leave and turn her depressing death-filled podcast into the We Live Zombie Carnival morning show. Every week, guests from around the world call into our show. They range anywhere from movie producers, podcast hosts, musicians, and even doctors and professors. Unfortunately, by the end of their interview, they are attacked by zombies and killed live on the air. Don't let that get you down. Since we're a radio show, we always make sure to send them off to the best underground and indie music around the world. Think End of Days meets College Radio. And it's all based on the award-winning screenplay of the same name. So make sure to check out We Live. Available on Spotify, iTunes, and YouTube. Every Friday, right here on... Brains 98.6 KZ. Welcome to the Comic Book Rundown. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Comic Book Rundown. I'm your host, Joe, and with me today, as always, my co-host, Ron. Hey everybody! Hey, you ever feel like uh, you've been through some deja vu? Oh, hardcore! I'm getting hardcore deja vu vibes yeah. from this right here. Yeah, it's weird. I feel it's like, like it's almost like we already recorded this once, like a week ago or something. It's yeah, wild. Yeah. yeah. So I will. Obviously, we. This is our second time recording this. This is where we're joking about that. But uh, thinking back on it, this is the second time we've had to re-record. The yeah. first time, the first time was our first episode because I just hated it. Yeah, and and then this one because of audio issues on both ends. No, so, wait, this is the third time we've had to re-record. Ooh, what was the second one? Um, the second one was last year. You couldn't pick up anything off of one of our mics, and uh, so all you could hear, you could barely hear what one of us was saying, and then we ended up re-recording it. But I can't remember what, you, what it was. Okay. I mean, honestly, it wouldn't surprise me. It would not surprise me one bit with all these microphones and how they, uh, you know, fall apart quickly. But it might have actually been another lock and key book. Oh, really? I think so. Hmm. It was. It was a. It was one of the ones that we're doing, like that we do a, a series of, because I remember thinking maybe it was one of the boys' ones. I don't remember, but either way. <laughs> Either way, we've out of the five and a half years we've been doing this, and we've only had to re-record three episodes ever. That's We're pretty, doing pretty damn good. That's, that's a pretty good track record. Just saying. So yeah, we're we're covering Lock and Key. This is our final Hilltober, October, whatever the hell we're calling it, um, for for this year. Uh, we're doing Lock and Key Alpha and Omega. They were originally published uh, in by IDW in 2012 and 2013, respectively. 
so we're hitting issues one through five of Omega and then one and two of Alpha. And I know I said this on the last recording, but since it's that recording is gone, um, I remember when this stuff came out originally. And at the time, I was only getting the trades, well, the hardbacks. And I had to wait a whole year after the final issue came out before I could actually read this stuff because at the time, I just didn't buy like the single issues. I, and now I have them, but that's like after the fact. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I wish I would have bought it then. I could have read it and enjoyed it and then bought the trade and been like, oh, yeah, this is amazing. And, and then I read it and enjoyed and, it again. Exactly. Like I always do. <laughs> the writer of this is Joe Hill, art by Gabriel Rodriguez, colors by Jay Fotos, and letters by Robbie Robbins. So if you guys remember at the end of the final volume or volume number five, um, Dodge won. You know, he he got the mega key. Uh Tyler and Kinsey are basically broken with everything that's like seeing the past and and seeing everything that's happened. Now they think that they like they're broken, but they also think that they are they have won because in their mind Dodge is gone. They have no idea that that Dodge had is swapped, in Bodhi. Yeah, swapped spirits with Bodhi. Yeah, that sounded really wrong the way I said it. it <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yes, it did. Um so yeah, by the end of it he is holding the black you know, the, the door, the Omega key, he is just happy as all get out. So we start out this one and he is going to get the crown of shadows. That Which, Tyler, Tyler, how did he know where this top. was? I think when he got the Omega key, he had looked, you know, they had gone into Tyler's head. So I'm thinking he saw it, it in Tyler's yeah, head. Yeah, I guess. Um, but as he is grabbing it, there's a family, you know, the, the lighthouse family. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, that just sounds something. Anyway, uh, the family that lives in the lighthouse, uh, one of the, the daughter apparently saw a giant person uh, before referring to Tyler when he was fighting the shadow, giant shadow key. Um, and so I was like, look, mommy, look, daddy, like there's a giant person again. Um Nothing good comes from this. I can tell you that right now. Yeah, no shit. Well, I mean, it's Dodge, so, you know. Yeah, he doesn't. I mean, it's not even that he wants witnesses. He just doesn't give a shit anymore. Yep. It was a mild annoyance. My question is, how the fuck did he hear that girl talking? I don't think he did. I think he just looked and he saw them. Ah. Because they're by the window, you know, in her room. Yeah. I just, maybe... Or maybe he's got super hearing, like that's a superpower because he's a demon. I got no, I don't know. <laughs> uh, but anyways, so we go uh, to um, wow, I just drew a blank. Um, Keyho- not Keyhouse. Scott. Uh, yeah, Lovecraft uh, Academy. Yeah, and uh, Scott is recording their senior video thing, and he's talking to Tyler. Yep. And Tyler's basically, like, hey, uh, yeah, I don't have time for this. Uh, so, you know, like, can we do this later or something? And while this is going on, they, there's a bunch of people, like, rushing behind them. And uh, yeah, and I'm just, uh, so they, they're all running to the coast, and apparently the lighthouse is busted. How the hell did these two not see the lighthouse busted when they came to this? Like, straight away. 
unless unless they were on a hill, like they're at the bottom of a hill that you know they have to crest the hill to go see it. But at the same time, you would have. But then again, I was gonna say like maybe you would see the lighthouse not there. But the most obvious things are the most oblivious things. Except the smoke coming off of it would have been a dead giveaway, I feel. Should have been, yeah. In theory. But who knows? These guys are very self-absorbed. That's very true, actually. Um, um, at, at the same time, though, Tyler should have immediately realized the, the crown of shadows is there. The lighthouse is gone. Like he should have put two and two together. Uh huh. Or at least he should have been down there in the water looking for the fucking crown of shadows. Something, you know. I mean, that might have been a problematic with all of the uh, the rescue teams in the in the water, but uh, you know. Oh, they've got keys. They could get him through there. Oh. Honestly, I they probably do. We've we've only seen the tip of, especially in this series, we've only seen the tip of the keys. Obviously, he just uh, used the fish key. Oh, <laughs> I mean, it's not saying that it's not possible. No. Uh, <laughs> so we get a quick page here of of Dodge going to empty the waters from the caves, like he's going to hit the the pressure buttons underneath in the basement of the lockhouse. Uh, and then Scott is continuing his videos. He talks to. Uh, Brinker is his name. I had to go go check that. <laughs> Not that I couldn't keep calling him Captain Douchebag, but uh, whatever. He's he's talking to Brinker, and he's just being a douchebag, saying, "Oh yeah, which which girl do you want me to? Which name do you want me to say I regret?" Because that's the whole point of the video. The whole point of Scott's video is if, what's um, one thing you could you could change that you regret doing? Yeah, and. Breaker's a chauvinistic bastard, so of course he's going to say something like that. Mandy, this cute little nerd girl, basically says she wished she would be more confident. You know, knowing knowing now that it didn't kind of matter, like she would have been more more brave and not letting people step on top of her, or just and so on. Like mm-hmm. keep keeping herself from being uh, basically used and uh, thought less yeah. of and shit. And she also wanted to uh, kiss Scott's head. <laughs> and Scott being Scott is just, you know, whatever. It's funny because Jackie like sees him and is like, what are you doing, Scott? You being a pervert? What the hell? That's great. Uh, and then he asked Jordan what she would do to uh, if she could change something. And she starts, she starts going in on how like, hey, if your dad gives you a, uh, a Porsche that's going to be your graduation gift, maybe don't burn it out of spite. But ultimately, she says, you know, I'll go back. I'd go back and do one good thing a day and just try to be a better person. You know, she even, she even talks about how she had a boyfriend that she purposely treated badly so that he would uh, not, not get attached to her. And uh-huh. uh, yeah, wonder who yeah. she could have been talking about. No idea. Uh, we have another quick panel of Dodge Bodie looking on at his work, basically looking at the waters receding. Um, and then we're back to Tyler. This is this is uh, a second go around, and this time around, uh, Tyler 
starts talking about the past. And he reveals that when he was a junior back at his old school, he was part of the football team and he had to basically live up to those standards. And it's like, oh, so if you're going to go party, everybody, all the football team has to party kind of thing. So he goes there. Well, Kinsey had found out what was going on and Tyler, I think, had lied to his parents what he was going to do. So she begged him to come to the party because one of the, I don't know, tackles, one of the other football players uh, she had a crush on. So he finally, like, relents, let her, lets her come. Party starts going off. This guy, whatever his name is. Um, I don't remember. It starts with a B or something. They're going to call B. me... Counselor kid counselor. or whatever. Guidance yeah, counselor, yeah. Guidance counselor. Basically making fun of him because his dad is a guidance counselor. Um, and every time he does anything that, you know, isn't fun or exciting, he's being the guidance counselor, you know? And... Yep. So he doesn't say a word. And then his best friend, Rod. Rod? Rod. Rob. Rod. Rod. Sorry. Yeah. Yep. Um, comes up. So he's like, hey, why did you let Kinsey go with Shep? Like, he's a total tool. Like, I, I wouldn't have let my sister go along with him. Come find out. He gets in the car accident. And he's fine because he was drunk. But Kinsey had a concussion. She got badly hurt. Um, and we do get a fun little uh, look at the, the the policeman and the, and the ambulance being uh, Joe Hill and, and Gabriel, Gabe Rodriguez and I think the policeman is supposed to be Jay Photos. I could be wrong on that one. <laughs> could even be Robbie Robbins. I don't know. But there's, there's more detail in those three than there is. I mean, everybody else has detail. But, like, those look like they were drawn from a picture versus. Yeah. Yeah. So that leads to Rendell and Tyler arguing. Because Tyler was supposed to go with Rod to California. Rendell's like, no, now you're coming to the cabin and we're going to be, you're spending your summer there now because of what you did. Uh, and that's when Sam was listening in. They had to talk later. Basically, we get, we finally get the argument these two this were having. Is, yeah, this is the, the reason why Sam did what he did, basically. Well, yeah. I mean, no, well, but so yes. <laughs> it, 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 it's one of those things where, Tyler was at an all-time, like, hate. So he was saying things that he didn't mean to say, like, to Sam. Like, oh, if you're going to, if you ever kill your parents, put mine on the list, too, kind of thing. That he said all the way back I mean, in, in Volume 1. And he wasn't being, like, serious, serious. But Sam, no. being Sam, didn't know any better. So he was just exactly. like, oh, I mean, you know, that's what you asked for, buddy. I was just doing you a favor, I thought. Well, no, it's not that he didn't know any better. This was... Dodge's way to manipulate Sam to get what Dodge wanted. Because if with with uh, Rendell out of the way, that just opens up doors to get to the keys Everything that Dodge else. needed. Yeah. And so Scott like stopped recording. He's like, "Man, you you need to let go of some stuff. Like this is not your fault. None of this is your fault." And Tyler's just like, "Yeah, whatever. No big deal. It's like I gotta go back to my uncle." I'll see you, Scott. Yeah. Um, and yeah, 
So and it's it's Duncan and, and Duncan's like you know I heard he, he, everything that happened and he's like and you know it, he's right it's not your fault you know your dad wouldn't want you to think you know that this was your fault he loved you guys and you know yeah yeah and but then, then and Ty was just there's like, smelting lessons <laughs> yeah so as Scott is leaving Kinsey comes running up. And he's like, hey, you're asking everybody about these videos. Why don't you ask me? And she, he's like, this is a you know, seniors only video. And she's like, just hit record, Scott. You're going to want to hear this. And ultimately, she basically apologizes for her past, like what she's been doing for the past year. Um, says she that, sympathizes like, she... with her mom. And yep. um, you know, she's basically like, hey, you know, like, I, I know that I made mistakes too, and there's no difference between a head key and a you know a bottle of booze, and mm-hmm. um, you know that she's sorry yeah. basically, and yeah, she goes running off and crying, and uh, her mom you know catches her and Comforts they have a nice and... little moment, and... yeah, yeah, because this is after everything that's happened, like her mom finally getting like sober, it's finally starting to hit Kinsey. I'm just like her. And this is a big moment for her. This is her basically like accepting her mom for who she is and not what's the bastardizing, bastardizing her. Is that the right term? Um, probably not the right term. Basically, um, um, demonizing her. That was the word. There demonizing you go. Her. Yeah. So Scott leaves and he's doing some walking and some thinking. Uh, and he ends up getting himself a uh, a new tattoo. And he's going to, the very next day, he's going to show that tattoo off to Jamal because Jamal's his best friend. He's been his best friend forever through thick and thin. Um, and he's he basically has this whole speech of, like, my tattoos are my armor um, and my friends are... My friends are my friends, and I forgot that m- what my friends really meant to me. Um, because of, and I mean, I don't want to say because of a girl, but you know, because of Kinsey, because of what can what he thought he could be with Kinsey, and what what he he just assumed that because they had a special thing with the head key. That that was their thing when really Kinsey was just trying to be friends with everybody. Now, mind you, this was Kinsey without her uh, um, crying and her fear. Yeah. So, so like, she was basically the... just she didn't think about anything. I mean, she wasn't she wasn't thinking about consequences, basically. Exactly. And obviously tore the friendship apart. But Scott's just like, man, this is this is stupid. You guys, you're, you're my friends. This, you guys have been here for me this whole year. Jamal longer, obviously. So yeah, he, he shows in the tattoo and the tattoo itself says ready to live, ready to die for love, friends, art. Um, but you know, it's, it's a fun, it's a fun moment, touching moment. Yeah. And um, they, it basically kind of mends the bridges that were, you know, precariously close to being burned down yeah prior to this yep so then we go back to the uh um 
caves uh, underneath the block manor and um we see um um dodge thank you (laughs) the the dead body sitting there and he's like oh well you know uh you look terrible in that dress and blah blah this and as he's walking away he shifts the shadows to make himself look more like a woman because apparently he really felt like he needed to be a woman like i don't care what anybody says i'm pretty sure that uh old rendell and dodge spent a lot more time with dodge as a woman than uh, anybody <laughs> cares to admit it's highly possible yes <laughs> i'm not saying it is what happened i'm saying it is possible i'm also saying that rendell's wife looks dangerously close to what uh, dodge looked like as a woman yeah, you said that back in, I think, the last issue, last time we covered. <laughs> I think the time we covered before that. Uh, basically, but, every single time. But the you're important not, thing that happens here. There is some similarities. All right, Rendell's got a type, and his type is Dodge. <laughs> Damn. Um, but we see um, parts of um, Aaron Boss's uh, memories. Walking around in the caves. Yep, because memories can't be killed. We we found that out last last volume with um with, uh, with Kenji's um yeah fear and and crying yeah. So yeah, this is this is Dodge at at the black door. He's about ready to open it. He's about ready to bring out new things. Which that's another thing that I don't get. Like I, I understand what his plan is, but at the same time, all you gotta do is just open the door. You can literally open the door now and have stuff come through. Well, don't they have and to then, attach to the humans to actually? Um... You know, it may actually be. No, well, shit, maybe. Because I, I, yeah, maybe. Well, no, 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 no. Because in the past, they were going to open up the door to get some keys to come through or get some demons to come through so that they can make more um, iron, more keys. Uh, And one or two did, as far as I know, or at least one did. But then again, that one may have came through because Luke crossed the threshold. Yeah, I just I I'm also thinking maybe because they near there needs to be a, a not an unwilling presence, but you need to have that. It has to have a host. That, um, gleam of well, yes, the, the to to get there, but but what I'm trying to get at is if they open up the door, if Dodge opens up, opens up the door now. There's nothing over on the other side that's going to look and be like, oh, well, there's there's somebody I can take over. Yeah, I guess that's true. Over. They, they need a, you know? a victim. There's nothing to there's nothing to entice they, the demons. They, they need prey because as we find out later on, they just eat each other and eat each other and eat each other. So. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So as we move on, we get Rufus coming to Keyhouse with this uh, counselor named Mr. Gibb. Uh, he's coming to say goodbye because he's going to Boston. 
Uh, he's going to be put into a foster care a home, home or a yeah. group home. Yes. And so, yeah, so he's coming to say goodbye. And um, as he goes there, we get, uh, but we get him looking at the stained glass uh, mural of, um, was it Ben Locke and, and Miranda, I believe? Yeah. Their names are. I think that's right. Uh, and basically the 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 creators of the keys, yeah. if you will. It's really it's really nice piece. Like I would, it's it's really would, cool looking. I wish they had a closer up version of picture of it so we could see it like full I on all the details. There is one online. I think if you were to look online, you could find it. Um, yeah, because they're both holding keys. Uh, I think basically the keys that they are um, kind of known for. Uh huh. Well, um, and especially if you in the back of each uh, trait, and actually I think in the back of the Master Key Editions or Master Lock Editions, they've got uh, a breakdown of the keys, and each one has got like a little writing from uh, who created it, just what the keys mm-hmm. do, and it does tell the story of what Ben and Miranda did. Apparently. You know what? We'll save that for another episode because I do want to go take an episode to kind of cover all the keys. I mean, that'd be a good uh, Patreon, you know. Hmm. <laughs> do need Patreon content. But anyways, but anyway, uh, as... as he's staring at this, uh, Ghost Bodie comes over and Rufus sees Ghost Bodie and Ghost Bodie realizes that the Rufus can see him. And uh, they have a conversation where he's like, oh, by the way, you know, you know, I'm not me, you know, obviously. Um, but, not you know, don't, and we need but don't let him. him know. Like he like he, Bodie's even like, don't even don't let him know that, you know, you know. Yeah. And uh, but Rufus is like, yep, sorry, sir. Can't uh, can't do that when the uh, enemy is right here at hand. And uh, so he basically tries to kill Bodie. <laughs> yep. Yep, and which I mean, uh, I don't blame him one bit. You know, like, no, not at all. I mean, this is this is Dodge that you know, murdered his mother, and uh, like, yeah, they kind of sort of abused him a oh, lot too oh, while yeah, he was while they were over. Like, it's just he's had enough of Dodge. He's done with Dodge. Uh, so as he's trying to choke him out, Kinsey's trying to pull him off. Uh, Tyler comes in and takes the tire iron to the side of his head. Which sucks. Like, I mean, but, yeah, but at the same time, he didn't know exactly. Neither, neither you know, Kinsey. You yeah, know? nobody knows. They just saw him attacking their little brother, and uh, yeah, yeah. So as uh, we move on, and now instead of going to a group home, Rufus is being taken to the mes- mental hospital where uh, um, Aaron's at. Yep. Um, and Matuku is the one taking him. And Rufus has to make sure to let Matuku know that Bodhi is not who he says he is, uh, and that he's a danger, and that it's you need to take care of him. And Matuku's just like, "What the fuck is going on?" But he does think about it. Um, we do get a. He does. He does. We get a uh, a fun moment here with the Locke family. They are down. Uh, I believe at the mouth of the drowning cave, just catching crawdads, catching fish, just kind of having a a fun little you know moment to themselves. 
uh, Nina and and Tyler are talking, and basically, like, she asks him if he's okay, and Tyler's like, "I mean, I took a tire iron to a to a mentally handicapped kid. Like, how how do you think I am?" And she's like, "Don't feel so bad. Like, you saved your brother's life." Yeah, and then yeah, they talk about her being thirty days uh, sober, and uh, you know, uh, like she's like, yeah, Which... I, I, it's kind of stupid. She's like, you know, like I deserve a trophy for being thirty days sober, but, um, you know, Tyler's like, no, it's like that's good. You know, you should be, should be happy about that. Like that's yeah, you know, it's a big co- accomplishment, especially when she was since. We've met her in the book. She's been a drunk. So a year ago, she was always a drunk. And but even was... before that, they said that even before that, she was an alcoholic. So exactly. Like... Well, and there's there's a moment when Tyler was thinking back in the past, and he like I'm not gonna say spied, but happened upon his parents talking while they both were drunk. Like that was him when he was a kid. So yeah. like she's always had an affinity for alcohol. So the fact that she is 30 days sober, big that's step. That's a big step. Yeah. And that's it's also a it's a hard step. Like, cause I've I there is um a couple of people I follow on social media where they've tried to get sober and they've tried to get sober and they've like it there's always something that pulls them back just once. And there's they are always, always staring at themselves beating themselves down for it because they legitimately want to be sober. They don't want to drink anymore. So she, yeah, she should be totally happy that she's 30 days sober. Absolutely. Like that's, that's awesome accomplishment. Then we go to the evil place of evil. <laughs> I love that. With, uh, with also the known as, smoking. Yeah. Also known as uh McClellan's psychiatric hospital. Mm-hmm. And uh, Rufus is planning his escape with, um, I will tell Zerwat's name. Yeah. Yep. And he's uh Mayhemi is showing him that there's a couple wires out of like the electric box in the toy. Like this is your key to your cell, this is your key to your freedom. But as he is doing that, like this is in his mind, and then we flash back to what's going on because the nurse, the the nurse from I, 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 she's not when the only first, nurse here, but she's the no. But she's the one know. that only sh- she's the one that shows up. Like when uh, they were talking to Aaron Voss earlier in this story, um, mm-hmm. this is the same nurse that they were dealing with then. Um, yeah. But yeah, he's so you know she's like, hey, you need to. I told you, you know, that you needed to get dressed twenty minutes ago. You need to meet with your counselor. Stop playing with your toys and get going. She is a nurse. She understands when a new patient comes in. That she has to like learn and understand their handicaps is the word. It's not the right word, but it's the word. You know what I'm getting at, though. Yeah. Like, um, you'd think so, anyways. But I mean, we've kind of also seen this this hospital a few different times, and they don't run on the best of um, ethics there. Yeah, that's good. That's a good way to put that. Yeah. But so, um. Yeah, Rufus is sitting there waiting to talk to his counselor, uh, and he is sitting next to Aaron Voss. Um, and and he's, he's talking about that he needs to eliminate Dodge now, uh, that that's his prime directive. Yeah. And she says, Dodge, stop, 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 Dodge. And 
you know, like catches Rufus's attention, obviously, because yeah. otherwise she's normally just, you know, mumbling, it's white, it's white, it's white, it's white. And he goes in to talk to his counselor. Well, and we also we... we also saw that in her head, you know, a few issues back. All that's in there is white, dodge with the omega symbol, Rendell with a heart. Yeah. Like those other than what is happening at the moment, those are the only two things she remembers at all. So yeah, her her hearing dodge triggered. She knows she like she remembers what's going on. She knows what she has to do. And the fact that that these two are now kind of I'm gonna say formulating a plan. They're not. It's just the fact that they can acknowledge each other knowing that they have a common enemy is great. Yeah. And it, it helps out uh coming up real soon. And you know, I don't understand the comment um from this from the doctor here from uh the um Gibbs where he's like Come along, boy. Jesus, just look at you, kid. Seriously, like, what, what's what's his problem with the kid? Um, I think it was just a easy transition to the next page with Kinsey, which is not really an easy transition because, yeah, you're right. It doesn't really make any sense. Yeah, but we um, get Kinsey in yeah. her uh, uh, prom dress mm-hmm. because she's, she's going to prom uh, with Scott. And Tyler is not. No, she's going with Jamal. She's going to prom with Jamal. I mean, I guess Scott and Jackie are going with them too because they're all friends. Uh-huh, again. So I was kind of right, sort of. <laughs> you know what I meant. You know what I meant. You, you were correct, adjacent. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> um, but Tyler's like, no, you look, you look really good. You know, uh, you're gonna, you're gonna make the uh, Jamal fall in love with you before the first dance. Yeah. And she keeps trying to she's... talk him into. I'll say she's, she's, she's nervous as, yeah. that, but I'll say she's nervous as hell. She thinks she's she's like too much makeup. Yeah, well, she it's weird for her because it's not something that's normal for her. Exactly. So it's 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 cute. It is, but yes, you're right. Like Tyler's like, I don't want to go. Like I I don't need to go. I don't. Yeah, need I have no interest right in going. There's no reason for me to go. And Kenzie's like, well, he's like, she's like, you know, I hate that girl. She's like, I'm just gonna. Uh, pull her hair and call her names, and he's like, "Nah, don't do that." And she's like, "Well, I'm gonna give her a really nasty look," and he's like, "Yeah, that's fine." Yeah, you can go ahead. That. That's fine. <laughs> I mean, like, good, good on her for standing up for him. You know, like they've got uh-huh. a good family bond, and this last year alone definitely strengthened that bond. I mean, yeah, it'd be kind of hard not to with you know everything that's happened. Well, you say that, but um, you know, even last. Last volume, they were talking about how like all three of them were were strong coming together, and then last volume when Dodge took over Bodhi, the key stopped showing to Bodhi and started showing to to Tyler. Yeah. So, like, which he also was... sh- should have been like a uh... indication. Yeah, but yeah, there's, look, there's a lot that they should have been. Well, they've together. also been dealing with a lot of stuff, so I mean, I guess it's kind yep. of understandable that they wouldn't be picking up on the subtleties. And again, in their heads, Dodge is gone. Yeah, you know. So I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, Mister Gibbs is talking to Rufus, and Rufus asks, like, when he's going to the group home, and Gibbs is like, "Yeah." So because you attacked that little kid, you're not. You're going to stay here until we decide that uh, you're able to be 
you know, around people again. Yeah. And even then, like, he's, he, what do you say? He's going to be in, um, if the lockdown agrees not to press charges, we can move you out of the lockdown wing into general population in a year or two. Yeah. So that's, that's a long time for a kid like him to be by himself. Exactly. Not great. Which just goes to show you that they don't do a very good job of, you know, taking care of their, uh, I'm going to call them inmates because that's kind of what they are. (laughs) It's a prison. I mean, it's a psychiatric hospital. True. But for, but for Rufus, it literally is a prison. Yes. Cause that's how, that's the way he sees it. Um, so like we, um, we get a couple pages him asking about his family and and he's like I know when uh, Zach was there he he messed with your head a lot like did like how was everything with with the rest of your family though like oh mom was great you know she uh, like yes he hurt her all the time but like she was still my you know your favorite person she always looked out yeah. for me she always took care of me she always made sure that I was happy and cared for and loved yeah uh i do like the comparison here and we get another comparison later uh of sam lesser from volume one um because it's just like same panels similar situations that we saw in sam's past back then um it's almost like the artist decided to reuse uh, a layout and reuse pictures <laughs> That's just lazy. Yeah, that's just lazy. Invincible. <laughs> um, oh, shit. Yeah. So now it's back to Kinsey, and she is opening the door for Jamal and, and Jackie and Scott. Uh, Scott and Jackie have swapped uh, clothing. Jackie's in a suit. Scott's in a dress. Because... Jackie lost a bet. Yeah, Scott bet Jackie... He could beat her in racing if she's in high heels. And because Jackie is very competitive, especially when it comes to running like, track and field. Yeah, she was like, fuck you, in your face, dude. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. I'll I'll you know beat the pants off of you. And uh, uh apparently a heel broke while they were running. So uh Scott won. Yep. It's it's funny because Scott is like having a ball with it. Like he's all for this. And Jackie is apparently looking miserable in a suit and tie. But I don't know. I think it's fun. Uh, and then so Scott, you know, he he comes in, he he uh, swoons Nina off her feet for a quick quick minute, for a quick dance. And as that's happening, Nina's like, hey, look, I understand what's going on. I know this is senior prom. Uh, I know there's a party down at the cave back afterwards. Back in the house by you, 10. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you need to bring Kinsey, Kinsey. back yep. after the dance. You know what this family's been through. And Scott and Jamal are like, or, and, they, and even Jackie are like, we understand completely. She yeah. will be back here. Because no even Jackie had planned on staying at the house with Kinsey. Yeah, with Kinsey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think Jackie is also a sophomore, if I remember correctly. I thought so, they were juniors. No, because then they would have been able to go to prom without an issue. Oh, yeah. Well, let me rephrase that. I don't know what every school does. Our school, it was a junior and senior prom. Um, I feel like most of them are juniors and seniors you can go. But, but I, I, I was pretty sure that 
Jackie and, and Kinsey were the same grade and they were sophomores. But, but again, I think you mentioned this last time, having the TV show and having the book and trying to separate them both yeah. has been tough because yep. I know in the, in the show, Jackie was a senior with Tyler. Yeah. Or and I thought that Kinsey, I and, and Kinsey was just a year younger than Tyler in the show also. Correct. I'm pretty pretty certain. I mean, she may be a year younger here. I, I, I don't know. We, they never really said. Well, and then if they did, I don't remember because it's been a while since I've read the other ones. Yeah. Either way. Same. So, um, back to But Rufus. after some assurances, you know, we uh, go back to um, Rufus and... Um, uh, Mayhemi is convincing him that hey, you need to get out of here. You need to escape. You need to go and finish what you know we started. You need to save the locks. Mm-hmm. And we I get just... you know the panel by panel of uh, what's going on in his mind versus what's going on you know in reality. And uh, the again, I love that the the uh, orderlies are Nazi, Nazi lizardmen. Just it's just it's fun. Yeah, they're Nazi lizard overlords. Yeah. Like the Republican Party. Uh, and so Aaron is being pushed down the hall by uh, the one nurse. And the nurse sees Rufus trying to escape, escape. through the exit. Um, and she's like, what are you doing, boy? Like, you need to go back to your room. And before she can actually get any farther, Aaron swerves her her wheelchair and knocks over the uh, the nurse. And then she has a Velma moment. Where she can't find her glasses. My glasses. Uh, <laughs> and she, Aaron's just like, go, stop, go, stop, dodge. So, yeah, we get, we get um, Rufus going out into the courtyard, escaping to the courtyard and getting over the ledge. And now he's on his way back to, out of Boston to get back to Lovecraft, Massachusetts. I love this. So good. So good. And then yeah. the last page here looks just like a cover of a, uh, of a comic. Squ- uh, Squadron Strange. The weird war the way you wanted it. And uh, the, at the bottom, a lock and key Omega crossover, which is fantastic because, you know, it's it just plays it right great. into... Yeah, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. So as we continue on, we've got Nina sitting... Uh, in her chair looking at her uh, Alcoholics Anonymous book basically just taking stock of everything you know that she's she's drank in the past and, and all that she Bodhi ghost Bodhi comes through and she's he's trying to talk to her thinking that she can actually hear him well because uh, back when you know she was like drinking a lot whenever she was you know almost passed out she could you know interact with the magic stuff and yeah. So he was hoping that, you know, hey, maybe it'll work. And for a minute, he thinks it does. Except that she sees Bodhi Dodge up and about and walking. And she's like, hey, man, you need to go. It's bedtime. Like, what are you doing? And Dodge is just like, oh, yeah, you know, couldn't sleep, too excited. A lot to do. He's got two shadows. He also has the crown of shadows on. Um, And before she can really argue anymore a couple of shadows knock her out rip her clothes up and then start forcing alcohol down her throat and he even he 
Dodge is even like, man, we're going to need all the good stuff because Nina, man, she could put it away. So let's, let's go get some more. We got, we got to get like everything guys. Like it's, it's going to be here a while. Uh-huh. Um, but we go to uh, Tyler and Duncan and they're, you know, having a little heart to heart or so yeah. to speak, whatever, you know. And um, while they're talking, uh, Tyler picks apart the um, fishing hook and finds out that there's a piece of the whispering iron in it. Yeah, this is he officially sees now like he he thought about it. And when they went in the past in the last issue, last volume, um, he's like, I'm pretty sure this is where dad put it because he had mentioned making a fish hook out of it. This mm-hmm. is him officially opening it and f- officially seeing it. So, yeah, so they're just having a heart to heart. At one point, Duncan is like, hey, I heard that there's a dance going on down in that uh, da- down at the school. Why don't you go down there? And he's like, I don't have a tuxedo. I don't, I don't want to go. And oh, Duncan, good old Uncle Dunk. It's like, don't worry, I picked up something in town for you. The uh, this is guaranteed to uh, get you a lady. They uh, they won't be able to resist you. Exactly. Yeah. And he, uh, it's a shirt. It's this, t- this pink tux T-shirt. And he's like, man, this is ugly as all get out. They're gonna be pitying me. And Duck is like, no, this is a guaranteed chick magnet. You know, bra straps will pop and panties will fall in the presence of that thing. Like, you just go and see. <laughs> and Tyler's like, all right, whatever, but I think I might just stick to the shadows. And as he says that, we see all of the shadows lurking behind the uh, workshop. The shadows lurking in the shadows of the workshop. <laughs> yep. Uh, and then Duncan's just like, all right, cool. I guess I'm done with all my stuff. And he walks back into the workshop to basically cl- close up shop and everything. And then he gets attacked by all the shadows. Um, actually, I think I have written down here for this moment, hijinks uh, at the the prom. Oh, because yeah. uh, we have a bit of a carry moment here. Uh, thanks to yeah. Jamal and Scott. Yep. Okay. Um, and it's it's pretty funny. It's humorous. I'm sure that um, Jackie wasn't excited about that because I'm pretty sure that was her dress. But uh, I, I don't. Maybe I don't know. Or do you think it was Scott's dress and he just had it and he'd been waiting for the right moment to wear it? <laughs> Honestly, I think Scott probably went and picked it out that day. Because he I does mean, have the matching he, boots. So yes, I mean, he does. It's quite possible. Um, it's, it is possible. Yeah, but you know, it's it's good to see the group back to their you know good humor and. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, then we get to uh, Tyler and Jordan, and you know he shows up in his uh, pink tuxedo shirt, um, and she's there in an eight thousand dollar dress. Yeah. And she's like, "Oh, look! Yep. You're just in time. You can uh, help me burn this dress. That was a gift for my dad because he thinks that I want to go to um, uh, what fucking school was it? Vassar or something like that." Yeah, um, because you know all, all uh, yeah, the Vassar. girls in our family have went to Vassar, and you know that's that's exactly what I should be wanting because you know that's what he thinks I want. And she's like, "But I don't. I want to go to the Chicago Art of Inst- or Institute of Art, but uh, you know he thinks that's a waste of money." 
And uh, she's like, you know, while I'm at it, I could always burn that shirt for you. And Ty's like, uh, you know, I can't. Uh, it's a gift from my uncle. And uh, um, so, you know, she lights her dress on fire. And she's like, by the way, you know, when a girl tells you to take off your shirt in the future, just uh, go ahead and take it off. You know, you don't. Exactly. No question. Don't, don't argue. And then he's like, well, I guess I can't argue with that. And, you know, takes his shirt off. And that's where we leave them for the moment. I have written in my notes, Tyler gets gets busy in front of his ancestor because because that <laughs> that statue is yeah it's it's like his great 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 like grandpa or something pretty fun pretty fun he's got the key to her lock let's just put it that way hey yo um so i did not realize that uh the kids were driving a fucking rolls when they uh, went to the prom Uh, I mean, Scott is English. She probably has some money somewhere. So, Anyways, yeah, he's yeah. got the roll. That's that's how he can afford the Rolls Royce. They're they're rolling, you know, Royce style there. Either way, like, yeah, that is actually quite impressive. Uh, but anyway, so they're getting ready. Uh, Kenzie's getting ready to go inside, um, and uh. She sees, you know, Nina laying on the floor, drunk, obviously, but, you know, and this, this part right here bothers me because, Same. like, Kenzie gets in there and gets pissed off, but you look at her, her clothes are ripped off. Never, ever, in all the times that she's been drunk throughout the series, has she looked like this. No, no, like, this, this looks like somebody attempted to rape her. As she yeah. was getting drunk. This this is very reminiscent of um, the beginning of the story. Yeah. It was Alan, Alan Grubb or whatever the hell. Yeah, whatever yeah. the hell that dude's name was. Yeah. yeah. But like, and also, never once have I ever seen her spill booze anywhere. Yeah, because most, I mean, most alcoholics have a tendency of making sure they know where their alcohol is. Yeah, they don't like. They, now, seen, mind you, when you're drunk, yes, you could spill a little bit oh, here no. and there. See, that's the thing, though. I've seen alcoholics when they're drunk, and as soon as their beer or whatever they're drinking starts tipping, they sober up, take a drink of it, and then they'll go back to their dumb, like little, like. Okay. But regardless, there there is so much booze on the floor that, like, I mean, again, I get you know, like. Problem just happened. She was in a really good mood. She sees this and now. She's really in bad spirits. Yep. Immediately at the same time, from one like, side of the, the other. Yep. Yeah. But also, like, she had just gotten done explaining that she knew exactly how her mom felt and what her mom was going through. You know, like you, you ruined everything. This is, you know, you're just an absolute piece of garbage. Blah blah blah. Like, like. I mean, I don't know. It me. actually taking a look instead of automatically jumping right back to judgmental after she just had this whole epiphany about not being judgmental. But that's yeah. something that all of them have been doing, though. Like every single oh, one of them have been. Yeah, every single every single one of them have been just nonchalantly going about their day, like. 
they don't care anymore. Like, oh, everything is everything's hunky dory. Everything's going great. Oh, mom's alcoholic again. Like it's yeah. just, it's terrible. Oh, so we get. You know, obviously they go down to the caves. We go back to Tyler and Jordan, who just finished having some fun. And uh, so Jordan's gonna go to the cave, and Tyler's gonna meet up with her later. Um, After he he's finds like, yeah, I'm shirt. gonna go back home. Yeah, and change. Um, so once he gets back to the uh, workshop, because that's where his shirt was, he turns on light, and then there are the shadows, uh, and they just kind of, you know attack him yeah and uh they smash his face into the uh one of the windows of the car and knock his ass out basically yeah um we get nina who's trying to get to the phone um obviously you know she's drunk and in pain and she doesn't have her um but uh she's she's trying to get to the phone to call for help and, you know, she wants to know why the fucking counter's so goddamn high. Uh, but Ghost Bodie shows up, you know, and he's like, come on, Mom, you can do it. You can do it. And she, she's like, no, you little Casper son of a bitch, leave me alone. I love uh, that. I'm done with all this bullshit. And uh, she's like, I didn't, you know, but she, you know, is basically trying to get to the phone. Can't do it. Um, yep. Duncan. Get Duncan. Uh, yeah, Duncan, Duncan was hiding in the in the trunk of the charger. And he jumps out, so saves right Tyler. Wow. Anyway, but uh, yeah, they they get they pull he pulls him into the um, trunk with him, and uh, you know he's like, oh hey, by the way, uh, your shirt works, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, good for you, man. That's awesome. Like, I didn't want to be. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad we're having this this very touching moment, but I didn't want to be that kind of uncle. <laughs> yeah, in a in a trunk. That's weird. Um, um, but yeah, he's like, uh, he's like, yeah, the shadows won't come in here because of the light, and uh, so as long as we have light, they'll stay away from us. And uh, we don't have to worry about anything as long as there's light. They unplug the uh, uh, shop light that they were using, which is in the trunk. Yeah. Um, Another another thing is uh, Tyler tells Duncan, it's like, hey, like this, when he brings up about the shadows being like attacking, and Tyler's like, yeah, it's, it's this is magic. Like you've you've known about this. Like you used to play with this stuff when you were a kid, but you just because of magic you've forgotten. And Duncan's like, you know, I I do kind of remember some games I played, but they just seemed like a dream, you know. So we get to the cave rave and Jordan's walking through. We see douchebag Brinker playing a guitar with cup. Getting ready to play some Dave Matthews, you know? Yeah. Uh, And as Jordan's walking, um, Kinsey sees her and she kind of wands up to her like, Hey, like, you know, doing the sisterly thing. And Jordan, because she doesn't know what just happened. Jordan's like, Oh, Hey, I was happy I ran into you. Hey, let uh, let Tyler know that his his boxers boxers are aren't missing and they are super comfortable. Yeah, <laughs> he's not getting them back. <laughs> well, more ways than one. Um, so as this is going on, 
we've got Dodge Bodhi coming in from the lower caves. Um, he he comes crawling through the gate that was blocking off the lower caves, and he's like, "Help! Help! I need help! Like my uncle is hurt, and I, you know, we need to go help him." And everybody's just like, and what so Kenzie goes with him because Kenzie's an idiot. And you know, well, all of them anything. start following. Like we got we got Kenzie I mean, yeah. obviously because of Bodhi. But like Jackie's following Kinsey, Jamal and Skylar following them, Jordan's following all of them, and then we start seeing like Brinker with a couple of the girls, and then a couple of the other like people. Like no one, no one knows. No one's putting it together. True, but Kenzie is, you know, like, hey, you know, you what's going on? Trying, but instead of like stopping him and making him talk to her right there, she's still following him. Jackie's well, dragging her along. Yeah, when he's a and kid, the entire time, I'm... the entire time he's saying. Oh, mom was drunk and she was mad. She said she hated the fact that she had kids and they're all yada, yada, yada. Ruined her life kind of thing. Uh, and then Duncan went to go chase after after um, Bodie, Bodie and fell down the ladder. Uh, and now he's hurt. So we have to go to him. And this is when Jackie steps up. She's like, hey, this is weird. Why, why, why is, is why is the catwalk back up here? It was broken the last time we were down here. And Bodie's like, yeah. "Well, I use the shot crash shadow crown of shadows." Thank you. There you go. Uh, to fix it, and well, why didn't you just bring Duncan out with the shadows? And he's like, "What? What the fuck does matter? You know, fucking move people when they're hurt." And he's like, "Oh man, I just broke character." Yeah, uh, two, it's two months without two months without a last, goof. Last minute. Now, here's another thing that I didn't notice until this read, and actually reread. Um, so when he says, fuck it, we'll do it the hard way, we get this giant gorilla shadow thing bursting up and breaking everything. If you look at the panels before, you can see him underneath the catwalk. Oh, you sure can. And I'm like, that's that's freaking awesome. Like, it's literally just waiting. Just in case. Well, maybe, maybe that was holding up the catwalk. Maybe that's why the catwalk was still that's, there. That's what I thought. But I went back and no. They actually, because they actually are um, re-pivoting everything. And, and, or pivot? Not pivot. Putting putting new uh, holds in. And, yeah. Like everything was rebuilt. Because <laughs> they're shadows. They got no time. Yeah, they have no time. Well, what better do we have to do other than listen to some little shithead kid? Yeah, basically. And also at the same time, if this shadow was holding up the catwalk, Kinsey, Jordan, and Jamal are on the one part of the catwalk that got broken. <laughs> yeah, I guess before. that's true too. Yeah. So yeah, anyways, yeah. So obviously this thing goes ape shit. Brinker, along with uh a couple of the girls, well at least the one girl, goes falling in. Uh the shadow grabs Jackie. Uh, and Scott is then hanging on um, to the catwalk walkway that is hanging down. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, we jump over to um, Rufus again, and he's on a bus heading to um, um, Lovecraft. Lovecraft. And uh, Mayhem is like, hey, the lady behind us, you know, with the baby uh, might cause problems. Should we intercept? And he's like, no. He's like, we uh, don't hurt women and children. We aren't going to cross the line into the enemy's territory. Yep. And the lady's just like, oh, I hope you know somebody's there to look 
after you when you get, you know, wherever you're going and, you know, trying to be nice to him and stuff. And Yeah. Yeah, and then we get a picture now, of him this, walking into this, Lovecraft. This is another not very observant people. Like, Rufus is in some, not scrubs, but like patient wear. And she yeah. doesn't question it. Well, and not to, well, not to mention that, but also, how is it that the mental hospital didn't put out a uh, fucking um, APB? Yeah, or whatever, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah just looking for him because I mean, it's not like he would be a hard kid to find. And like, generally speaking, when somebody escapes from a place like that, they uh, the first places they let know are transportation hubs well the first place first they let the police know obviously first and if the police are doing their job then <laughs> the police will let the the transportation know um and it's highly possible that he was already on the bus by the time the cops contacted the the bus stops or the the, the transportation True. You know. But, I mean, they still have uh, radios on the buses that... <laughs> I love Anyways, that. regardless, it, it doesn't matter. It's just it's just part of the story. Yep. Um, we get back to Nina, who is um, trying to get to the phone still. Um, Bo- Ghost Bodie kind of... Uh, um, he helps sort her, of helps her, sort of. Yeah, but not really. She actually does it on her own. He's just mirroring what she needs. Yeah. Um, and she gets a hold of um, Matuku. Yep. And so, uh, you know, they got a thing. Um, yeah. So, okay. Yeah, I We're... mean, yeah. He's got a thing for Dodge, yeah. too, so. Anyway. Um, so we get back to Tyler and Duncan, uh, and yes, their light source is out, but they, Tyler had just found some flares just before the lights went out. I have to say, those two guys are blinded. I'm sorry. 100%. Because he literally in the trunk. Exactly. Like, what the hell? Like, Uh, not, not to mention that they would have lit the trunk on fire. Because with flares, flares, yeah, burn hot. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, who way. keeps that many candles inside their garage? You know how many candles um, I have in my garage? This many. We got. We got a couple. Your garage is used for storage, though. Yeah, it's true. Um, I also. <laughs> I also think that those aren't candles that they brought. I think those are candles that were already there. Oh, I guess that could be. Maybe. Especially especially if that's where the foundry is. If, that, if that's where, you know, if you if you go back to the past, like, they didn't have electricity back then. True. But there's also been, you know, like, 20 generations of locks in there since then. So, I mean. Plus, plus it's a workshop. It's not a garage. Yeah. Okay. All right. I guess you're correct. No, no, I you your questioning is sound. I'll, I'll give you that. <laughs> um, 
All right, so we're back into the sh- into the caves uh, for a quick minute, where Kinsey is helping Jordan up. Jamal's trying to reach Scott, um, but Scott's like, "It's Jackie, man. I got I got to go for her." So he lets go to you know go to Jackie, and of course the shadows are still trying to attack. And speaking of attacking, Matuku gets there with uh, his cop friend guy that we've seen throughout the series. And Tyler sees what's going on. He's like, oh, shit, it's Matuku. We gotta, I got to help him. He he won't stand the chance. Which, honestly, um, you would think that the headlights would, would have made make the shadows yeah. go away. Yeah. Let's see. I've also noticed that the shadows only um, are affected by light when it helps the uh, story progress. <laughs> oh, so it's a plot point. Gotcha. Because, like, when yeah. Duncan's going back into the garage before the shadows attack, his shadow is one of the shadows. Yeah. Like the shadow monsters. But then when he's in the trunk, you know he's making a shadow underneath himself with the uh, light. Yeah, you're right. Um, because light makes shadows regardless of where it's at. So yeah, I don't know. But anyways, either, either way, Tyler goes rushing out. Uh, the cops, and the Matuku come out. Uh, the one cop shoots the shadow because you know, shoot first, ask questions later. Uh, it ends up hitting Tyler. Uh, in the, in the gut. gut. Yeah. Well, and that's going this- on. All the um, kids are being corralled by the shadows that uh, cave in the cave entrance. Well, they're trying um, to escape, and then the two centurions burst the cave entrance and uh, crush a handful of them. Yeah, not great. Yeah. So we go back to Jamal, Kenzie, and Jordan, who are using um, torches, a guitar. And a sterno can with uh no and a uh, a lantern <laughs> with a hairspray bottle. Basically any light uh, source they can to, to fend off the shadows. Yeah. And then the kids from school that were supposed to be escaping are coming back and they're like, What the fuck are you guys doing? Like, well, we don't really have a choice. Yeah, they're and being then... led by Shadow Lady Shadows. Yeah. Got to put that out there. Yeah. And uh Kenzie's like, well, just do whatever they want you to do. Go with them, follow them, do whatever you do. Uh, Mandy's like, you know what? No, fuck this. I'm sick and tired of being stepped on. I'm tired of being walked all over. This is exactly what I had said, and I'm not going to do it anymore. You can't make us do what we don't want to do, and we're not going anywhere further. And then her boyfriend, I'm assuming, the guy that was playing cards with Jamal earlier. Yeah. LePage, I believe his name is. Yeah. Um, He's like, yeah, that's right. We're, you know... There's 80 of us, and there's only, you know, ghosts of you or shadows, whatever. We're not going to lie down and take it. And uh, he gets split in half, and she gets stabbed through. And not only, uh, not only does she get stabbed through, if you actually look at it, the scimitar-looking sword stabs her, and then, like, spikes are coming out of the sword and going through her. Uh, like, if you, yeah. Yeah, like... Every, details, man. Like every time I read this this the story, I find little details, more details I didn't see before. I love it. But yes, you're right. But, like these guys are just 
Like it's either you die here or you follow us. I'd die later. Oh. <laughs> well, you know. But this really confuses um Kinsey because she's like, I don't why is he killing them? Yeah, he yeah. wants an army. This is his army. Why why is he killing these people? We're gonna find out later about that one. Uh-huh. But we go back to um Ty who's bleeding out because a cop shot him. Uh cop gets decapitated. Um and before Matuku can get attacked, Duncan saves him. Uh, Which is actually a good thing because here. because Matuku would have shot the shadow and shot Duncan again. Which cops you first and <laughs> ask questions later. And I mean, hilariously obscene as far as you know, like learn from the first mistake type of deal goes. Sure. Uh, but at the get, same time, like you're getting attacked, the first thing you're gonna do is respond. Yeah. But with Duncan's help, they get back to the house. Nina sees what's going on, and uh, she's freaked out. She's like, we need to fix him. We need to fix him. And then she's like, oh, I know what we need to do. Yep. So they, uh, I mean, obviously, we know what's going to happen. Even before I had read this the first time, I knew it was going to happen because, you know, there was so much lead up to it beforehand. Yeah, we saw it in the previous volume, you know? Yeah. Um. Kenzie and Jordan and Jamal and their uh, torches, well, their light sources are starting to burn out. Yep. Um, and and as, uh, as they are trying to figure out what they're going to do next, um, Jordan looks over and out pops a couple of Aaron's memories from a drainage pipe. And we also, this is where we find out that Jordan is scared of little people. Uh, but then Kenzie realizes, oh, these are thoughts. These are ideas. You can't kill ideas. So I should have realized that before. Uh, and then as they're trying to figure out how to get more fuel for their fire, uh, Jordan, I'm sorry, Jamal is like, well, you know, we'll just use my pants. And uh, Jordan's just like, huh, well, you know, sure. Why not? There's some, some nice little tiger print uh, undies you got there. And he's like, you know, they're leopard. Uh, Come but on. While this is going on, while this is going on, uh, uh, Shadow Step appears the, um, uh, walking the um, catwalk. Yep. And up these stairs comes uh, Hercules Scott. Yeah. And then out of or just over the, his shoulder comes Angel Wings Kinsey, uh, Jackie. And you can tell if you look in her eyes, you can tell she's already been, you know, attached to a demon, or a demon is already attached to her. Uh, and Scott too, just kind of the way he's talking. Yeah, you can't tell it's Scott though because he's got the sunglasses on. But yeah, he always wears them. Um, it's and they're basically saying, "Hey, you know, you guys are uh, being total d bags. Like this is this is." Uh, very inappropriate for what you're doing, right? Like, try to get naked and take advantage of each other. Yeah, basically, just like, um, not picking at them, but um, uh, they're they're acting like Dodge. Yeah, they're being yeah. assholes. They're being like, you know, uh, you know, the only possible saying, things that I'll say they're saying they're intrusive, intrusive thoughts. <laughs> That's not true. Anyway, um, so now we get um, uh, Nina. Well, I forgot her name for a second. 
having Matuku put Tyler in the mending cabinet. And once he gets put in there, he wakes up and there's his dad. And it's not a um, happy reunion because Tyler is definitely like, he's like, this is, this is literally all your fault. Like I'm in this situation because of something you did. Well, and, and something that you couldn't do. Yep. And Rendell's like, I mean, you're not wrong. I can't disagree with you on that one. Um, but you also have to understand that I couldn't back then. Like, I, I was always trying to find the easy way out. But you are a lot smarter than me in so many more ways. Um, you must have figured out what to do. Like, if you if you went back and saw everything, you probably figured out what to do because I figured it out before. Like I figured it out a couple days later, but I just couldn't do it. So what do you say here? Uh, but, but in a moment, your mom will let you out because keys turn both ways. Do you understand? Keys turn both ways. Uh, think about it. It applies to the current situation. And like you can and can't save someone who has been affected. Uh, I couldn't do it. I was scared to try. Was scared of what it would be or what it would do to my best friend, and I wanted an easy way. So yeah, he he's literally telling Tyler, "You know what you have to do. You yeah. you will fix my mistakes because you are a better man than me." So yeah, she opens up the door and out pops Tyler, all healed, and Matuku is like, "What in the voodoo devil did I just watch?" Right. And then Nina, you got a shot. Don't don't do that again. It's it's a, it's a family rule. No one's allowed. It's a good rule. It's a really good rule. Uh, considering that two of the five family members have been shot. Well, six family members have been shot. Pretty sure three of them have. Nina um, wasn't shot. Rendell was shot. Yeah. Tyler was shot. And didn't yeah. Kenzie get shot when uh, during the original um, attack on the house? No. No. Oh, for some reason, I thought that uh, somebody else had gotten shot. No. So what you're thinking of is the show where Nina gets shot and gets falling down through a thing. There we go. Yep. All so, right. Again, multiple times, and that's how. That's why she had a. Uh, the. Wait, did she actually have a handicap in the show? I don't remember. I don't think she did. Anyway, maybe I'll watch the show again in the future. Anywho, so we get back to uh, Kinsey and her group of friends and Jordan. Uh, <laughs> and um, they're like, okay, so here's the plan. There's three of you left. Uh, one of you is going to, or one of you is going to get thrown off the balcony here. Uh <clears throat> One of you is going to walk through the door and the other one is going to become a mindless slave. Yeah. You guys get to choose. We'll be back in five minutes. Yep. Jordan's just like, all right, so who's going to throw me off the, the balcony? And Kenzie's like, we're not playing their game. No one's going to die. Stop it. And she does the whole like, you know what? I was trying to do a uh, a one good deed a day thing. Um, and I, I think you and I would have been really good friends, Kenzie. And Kenzie's just like, you know what? You can do, we'll start the club. You can be the president. Just, just, 
you got to quit smoking. Like that could be your first good deed. Um, but we're going to figure this out. And as her and Jamal kind of look over the edge, she's trying to start to figure something out. They turn back around and Jordan threw herself off of the catwalk. Ooh. Yeah. It's getting, it's getting real guys. Like this, we are in the final two issues. Uh, so we just finished up the Omega. Now we're in the alpha. Um, and we start out with Tyler trying to get to the workshop because he knows what he has to do. And, and Duncan is there to try and protect him from the shadows for the most part, even though the shadows are attacking him. And I, I, I don't know. It just seems yeah. like as much as he is able to stop the shadows in front of him, the little imp shadows on his back, he can't stop them. Yeah. Quick little... Yeah, um, like one, one little flash of flashlight back there, they've been toasted. Um, but Nina's trying to, uh, you know, help, and she gets attacked, and then Matuku saves her, but then he gets skewered. Man, um, I feel so bad. I feel like I like Matuku. Really did. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, uh, you know, they were right in the same room as that uh, the Mendy cabinet was, right? <laughs> um, oh, wait, no, then he I gets think... lit on fire. <laughs> there is that. No, I think they were already out of the hallway and and out. Into oh, the yeah, I think you're right. Especially the foyer, because one of the shadows grabs Nina, and she is, we see the... Um, the mural, the stained glass mural again. So I think they were out. Like Tyler and Duncan are outside. Duncan's not sure cause, yeah, because Duncan was already, or Tyler's already running on his way to the uh, shop when Duncan caught up with him. Yeah. Uh, then, but anyways. We, then we get um, we get uh, Jackie and, and Scott grabbing Jamal and Kinsey and bringing them down to to see what they're going to see. And what they see are all the students hanging by the shadows from the ceiling. Some with their eyes gouged out. Some with their tongues cut off. Um, yeah, it's not pretty. No, it's fucked up. Um, but we but get they, they to... parade them in front of uh, of Dodge, who is sitting on a pile of. Whispering Iron. And then, obviously, a couple of the uh, Brinker and the two of the girls just standing there because they have now also turned to demons. So, And uh, he's like, yeah, so, uh, you know, he's like, well, you know, originally I wanted to bring a bunch of demons across, but uh, then I decided I didn't need to make an army. I uh, just need to make more keys. And uh, we get... we're going to... We're going to get why here in, the, in a minute. Yeah. Um, we go back to Duncan and Tyler, which friggin' Tyler basically just left Duncan to fend for himself. Which is kind of shit. I mean, the man... Especially since Duncan saved him so many times. Right. But ultimately, like, he will save everybody. The good of the many versus the good of one, you know? It's shit, yeah. but it's it's there. Uh, he's he's like, hey, he's like, I'm I'm seeing if I can get another wish out of the genie, you know. Yeah. Basically, um, he's making a key. Oh yeah, we definitely kind of forgot about the whole uh, 
back when when Kinsey, no, when Tyler and Jordan had just got done having their fun, they were just talking, communicating, and uh, he asked like, "Well, you got the standard wish, uh, three wishes, or standard genie wish thing," and Jordan was like, "Yeah, I'd ask for three more or more wishes." I was like, "You can't do that." Like, well, that's just crazy. You know, it's like I, she's I like, see you this crazy and I raise. Yeah. Yeah. So we get back um, to Key House, and Rufus is walking onto the premises, and he sees Matuku's car. And as he's walking up, a shadow wolf is about ready to attack him. But Nina saves Rufus with a flashlight, pulls him into the car, and is like, "What are you doing here, Rufus? Like, why would you? What's going on?" And he's like, "Oh, I came to uh, to save uh, Bodhi." And she's like, "What do you mean, save him? You tried to kill him last time, but that wasn't him, like, was it? You you knew that wasn't him. Affirmative, ma'am. You got a double agent. Yep. And uh, he's like, I uh, see that your house on fire. You should probably call nine one one and wait for emergency assistance. Yeah. And uh, that's when she's like, Oh yeah, you know everything's already been broken. The phone, the uh, radio, and the cop car. And um." Yeah, basically, we have no way to contact them. Like we're we're basically a sitting duck right now. And then she also apologizes. You know, she's like, "I'm sorry." She's like, "You know, we, we thought you're, you know, we thought you're trying to hurt Bodie, but you're trying to warn us." And Tyler didn't. And he's like, "It's all right, ma'am. You don't have to explain. I understand everything." And like, and he does, which is awesome. Like, God, Rufus is the best character ever. Yeah. So now we're going to we're finally going to get the explanation of what Dodge wants to do. And I'm sure when he came back, he was wanting to throw people over to get an army. But he realized later on, as he was here longer, that the world that he left was a shit world. You know, his And if he left he was that born, come over into here, this would be a shit world. Yeah. Yeah. When he was born his mom ate half the litter that his dad ate his mom and then he ate his dad um and this is a this is a lovecraftian story this is a lovecraftian creature called lang um and he is ultimately what is called the ch- uh, a child of lang and it's pretty damn accurate from what i my uh, my uh, research Quick into Google search that. yeah. <laughs> well, I like I looked at that years ago, back when I think I don't remember when exactly, but one of the times I I read the story, I'm like, I wonder what this is an actual Lovecraftian thing. You sure enough, it was. Um, but yeah, so he's he basically said I would have loved to have had my family here, but I think I'm more human now than I am a demon. Yeah, I've I've matured, and instead of bringing over everybody and making this world shit like it was there I will limit the accessibility to these powers I will basically make my own family and I kind of have the locks to blame for that like you guys showed me the importance of family and so what I'm going to do is I will give a few people the the glorious um demon power basically yeah to have demon power uh and then i'll have some who will be our slaves you will report basically to me 
and the rest will just be killed. Yeah, and we'll make, and I'll be making keys to where every everything that I want to do, everything that I think about doing, can be done. Mm-hmm. And like you see it in the pictures right. that he's going through, like he has an army originally of you know key uh, bearers that are like yeah. uh, um, you know just ra- all of these different random things, and then uh, slowly and surely they weed out until there's only uh, what six of them left, and one of them is Kenzie holding Jamal's you know decapitated head. At the same time, what can a demon ghost do? Uh, Literally, all you can do is fight other demon ghosts or other, fight, fight other ghosts. ghosts. Yeah, it's it's so you can kill Bodhi. <laughs> sure, maybe. Um, but he's like, yeah. So I, well, I have all this whispering iron, so we can make more keys. I make I'll make sure to keep Duncan alive, uh, so that he can make them because I know he is an artist and can be able to do that. And then, like you know, I'll have religions pop up. They'll treat me like a god. And then when people try to fight against me, well, I'll just tear them down. You know, I'll have all these keys. Yeah, I can literally do anything I want. So I will rule this place. Everything else can burn. I don't give a shit. And so Tyler popped up. Um, he sees Nina and Rufus in the car and he, he goes off. Rufus wakes at that moment um, and goes following after and he sees Tyler go down the ladder behind the wellhouse. And we get the rest, uh, some more explanation from Dodge, basically saying, hey, so it's time for you guys to choose um, who's going to be a servant and who's going to die. Uh, and Jamal starts to say something. And Kinsey kind of stops him real quick. And then they're going to have like a, they have like a little touching moment. It's like, oh, hey, remember... Remember last time we were down here, and what did you, um, what did you say, or what you asked for? Um, oh no, what 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 happened yeah. while we were here? Yeah, are you still interested in getting a kiss or not? And then you know, so they start kissing, and Dodge is like, "No, fuck this! No, you guys have to choose. You're gonna you're gonna choose." Yep. But while that's happening, Scott is like, "Hey, uh, we've got company coming down the ladder. Uh, you know, I can hear I can hear him in there." Kids is like, wait, what? What's going on? Dodge is like, oh, yeah, that'd be Tyler. You know, he uh, he thinks he's trying to be smart, but, you know, I already know that that way because that's what got me fucked up last time. Yeah. And so Kinsey, Kinsey cries out to watch out for uh, for the trap. And, of course, he gets captured real quick. Which, but he knew I mean, that was going to happen. Exactly. This is the only way in. I mean, he doesn't know about the cave-in yet. Like, he doesn't know about the, the entrance being being caved in. So he he thinks he's might be be able to do something, but he also yeah, you're right. He knew he was gonna get captured. Um and so Dodge is like, oh hey, yeah. So um we're gonna go ahead and and watch as I take all of uh of uh, Kinsey's memories out of her head. Because yeah, he's like, I hope you didn't come here to save your sister because you can't save her this time. And he's like, No, I, I came here to save you, Lucas. Lucas, and Dodge, he's like, Oh, Jack, whatever. Yeah, and he's like, Oh, that's uh, very uh, enigmatic of you, but uh, you know, I've already been saved. You can't do anything better for me. He's like, uh, and he's going on and on, and uh, he's like, You know, I'm just gonna 
use the key, key head to turn your sister into an obedient, drooling retard. Yeah. And uh, Kenzie's like, I choose the door. I choose the door. I want to, I don't want to be like Aaron, please. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. Too bad. You know, uh, I'm choosing for you now. And uh, yeah, you decided to, to neck with Jamal instead of actually giving me an answer. So I get to choose. Um, you know, too bad. So we're going to do this. He, and he even said earlier, like, I never had to worry about where the head key was because I knew you always had it. Yeah. Um, you always kept it on you. So as he is going to reach for the key, he's he's spouting off a bunch of racist bullshit about Aaron because he's a racist piece of shit. Uh, but as he's grabbing it, like, Aaron's thoughts save the day. Like, they had they had um, stuck around on the necklace next to the head key. And when he, when Dodge pulls the key out, he gets another shock because they come jumping up and they take the crown of shadows off of him, which makes all the shadows disappear. I will say, mind you, everybody that is in the other room being held up by the shadows either has no eyes, no tongue. Uh, they're going to have some head damage here in a minute too. <laughs> Which kind of sucks. Yeah. I mean, that shit happens, though. But Ty yeah. ends up using the um, key that he made on Scott. Yep. Um, and, like, Scott's like, oh, my God, you know, it's burning. I can feel it burning out, you know, in my skin. And, my like, it's it's like thorns in my blood. And, um, yeah, what Tyler, Tyler did... explains to him. Yeah, go ahead. He's like, you know, it's, I, I'm saving you, but I can't actually save you he's like what it's just turning the demon from being attached to your soul to back into the whispering iron and as he's talking about it like it's coming out of scott's eyes and um yeah and because like yeah because the he's got the hercules key on uh that it's is keeping giving him, him a little more giving a little more adrenaline keeping him up upright um it's, keep, it's giving gonna... him enough strength to not die yeah. right away. Yeah, because we're going to see here in a little bit when when the other people get released from the demon, they die almost instantly. They maybe have like a moment of clarity, um, and then they they just they go. But yeah, Dodge calls out, you know, that's cheating, that's bullshit, and and Tyler's like, no, that's that's nothing. That's, I saw your crazy in our race. Yeah. <laughs> And so um, it's basically they take this this is their moment of advantage and Locke and company take the advantage. They press the advantage. I think Locke and Company is a different show. I think you're right. I do kinda of actually want to watch that show. It's pretty good. Is I've it? seen a little bit of it. Okay. Um but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um Dodge, yes. uh, Lucas, whatever you want to call him, uh, escapes out the ladder to the well house. Tyler yep. sees it, unlocks the demon that he was fighting, and then heads up after him. Yep. Um, we go back to Nina and Duncan, and um, you know she's like, "Wait, where, where, where's Tyler? You know, you, you know, you're supposed to be protecting Tyler. Where the hell is he?" He's like, "Well, you know, uh, he was doing what he had to do." You know, like he was trying to save all the other kids. Um, we go back to um, Tyler and uh, Bodie, well, Dodge Bodie, and uh, he's like, "Oh, you know, he's like, uh, 
you you think you won? You didn't win. He's like, and you're gonna die. He's like, I'll just make a new army and I'll make a new plan and I'll regroup and you can't do anything about it. And I'm he throws it. Is it a rock? I'll make my own amusement park with uh with yeah. I'll make my own amusement park with with hookers and blackjack. Yeah, except for the, I'll take uh, who needs the amusement park anyway. That's a Futurama joke. <laughs> Yeah, he thought um, there's a, I think it's the rock that he had. Oh, the rock he got from the basement, from oh, okay. uh, from down below. Gotcha. I um, I was because I was wondering because it was sitting like right there on the lip, and I feel like it would never have stayed there. Yeah, if you go back a couple pages, you see him uh, when Kizzy is fighting Jackie. You see him pick it up. Is it Whispering Iron? I don't know if it's Whispering Iron or just um rocks like honestly yeah, who knows yeah but as he's um you know demeaning tyler and throwing the rock at him and stuff uh, uh rufus comes up from behind him and picks him up and you know because he's only a little kid and he doesn't have the sh- uh crown of shadows and whatever no like, no strength whatsoever rufus, rufus can manhandle him and not yep. only does he take him but he takes all uh, takes the key bag from him too and gets in uh gets the wellhouse key and through the door, which you know destroys the echo that was uh, Lucas. Yep. Um, and you know leaves a husk of Bodhi. Yeah. And yeah. Nina, you know, shows up, sees this. You know, obviously is freaking heartbroken. Of um, everybody else comes up from the well um, and this is where Scott unlocks um, Jackie, and then he pulls the Hercules necklace off of himself so they can die together. Yeah, he wanted he wanted uh, the last thing she saw to be him. Yeah, it's very romantic. Sad, and, but romantic. Yeah, and then you know, Keyhouse burns down in the background because during the fight uh, with the shadows, Nina had lit half house on fire. <laughs> Not um, on purpose. Actually, no, I'm but... blaming Matuku and his his silk clothing. <laughs> it was polyester. It went up like that. Oh, my bad. Whatever. <laughs> so we're um, on uh, last page or last volume uh, or last issue. There we go. Words. Words are hard. Uh, we are at the funeral for Bodhi. Um, now I don't remember because I know we had this talk before. I think it been. Did they say it had been two weeks, Something or was like it that. like it was two weeks before they realized? No, it was a couple of days before they realized. Um, what it was when 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 Tyler and Kinsey were not drugged up because of everything, when they realized yeah. that they could uh, what they could do. Yeah, that they could have brought Bodhi's body back. Um, and then, of course, you know, there's the um, whole, like, fastest-moving um, crematorium that I've ever heard of, because in two days, they already had his body burnt up and gone, so... My assumption would be that the crematorium just hit the jackpot for the year. Um, you know, they've, they've, they've made their quota in, <laughs> in a week. So, uh, that's really bad. I'm sorry. Yeah. Anyway, 
so the funeral happens, obviously. Um, Nina is by herself in the room, of course. She is devastated. Kinsey comes in and is like, hey, mom, like, I understand what's going on. Like, if you want to drink, I'm not going to blame you. And she's like, look, I never want to touch alcohol again. Like, that is what drove you kids away from me. And you guys, I need you here with me right now. Like, there's just no, I, I never want that to happen ever again. And Tyler so, walks in while that conversation's happening. Yeah. Well, he, he sort of peeks through the door and then he leaves them beep so they can, you know, have their together time. Uh, he walks out and uh, Duncan pulls up in the charger. And uh, he, he signs like, over the pink hey. slip to him. Yeah. Which like, I don't know what kind of uh, uh, titles they have in Massachusetts, but that's a fucking booklet that he's signing right there. Yeah, I just got a title for my daughter for her car, and it was just a sheet of paper. It, that's all it is. Yeah, yeah. The the it's the uh, VIN number, the mileage, et cetera, et cetera. You know, like yeah. that's pretty much it. Um, but anyways, um, so he's like, hey, uh, he's like, I'm gonna um, go take this for a drive real quick. I won't be gone for too long. And he drives back out to Lovecraft. Um. And he goes to the well house. Um, he calls up uh, Dodge again, you know. Yep. And uh, he's like, oh, you know, I can't believe you called me back. You know, blah, blah, blah. What the fuck were you thinking? Were you trying to drown me in this well? And, yeah, because uh, because the caves are empty, the well is um, full. has water in yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yes, uh, yeah, so. so um, Dodge is just like, like what? What the hell are you doing here? Like, why? Why is it? Why is the water here? It's like, oh well, this was stuff down in the the caves I need to get to, and immediately, Dodge is like, you want whispering iron, huh? Like I knew you couldn't, you couldn't uh, get away from it. And Tyler's just like, yeah, look, not everything's about that, my dude. So like, I'm still here to save you. Like I'm, I want to save you, and Dodge is like whatever, like, fuck off kind of thing. And Tyler like, tackles him into the water. And, and then, is able to, I said, is able to use the alpha fight. key yeah. on him. Yep. Um, Pulls him back out of the well and uh, you know, uh, the actual Lucas is like, oh, thank you, you know, uh, I'm so sorry that I hurt everybody. And, you know, Tyler's like, well, you know, it wasn't really you. And he's like, well, it was though, you know, like, it didn't just override me. It rewired me. It made me the way that I was. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, I killed Ellie, you know, this and the other. And like, you know, has this whole heartfelt moment and uh, then dies. Yeah. He, he, before he does that, he, he talks about how um, we had already mentioned earlier that how uh, Bodhi's spirit is in key house. Um, he's just floating there. Like you guys can easily just, have him go to the ghost door. Tyler's like, yeah, when, by the time we realized that, you know, we had already been, it'd been two days. We were drugged up like crazy. They had already cremated them. And Luke is just like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like this, this is terrible. I'm, I'm so sorry. Um, But yeah, no, it was, it's sad. It sucks. Tyler grabs him and takes him out the door uh, and lets him fade away again. And then he goes down into the caves um, and he comes back up 
and goes and meets with uh, Kinsey because they have got all of Aaron's memories. Yeah. Yeah. So they go back to the hospital. They basically, Kinsey uses the head key to put all of Aaron's memories back in her head. And now she is back to herself. It sucks that she spent the last three decades like this, but yeah. Hey, better than nothing, right? Yep. And then we get uh, Scott and Jackie's funeral. Um, Jamal and uh, Kenzie, obviously, you know, are having their say. Um, and uh, then they uh, start singing uh, Anarchy in the UK. Uh, <laughs> because to, why not? Uh, right? Yeah. And uh, Tyler walks out the door and he's like, oh, hey, is that... Uh, Jordan's motorcycle, talking to Jordan's dad. Yep. And he's like, oh, it's actually your mom. She wasn't even supposed to drive. She didn't have a license. And uh, he said, did you know your daughter? And he's like, I don't think anybody knew your daughter. And he's like, nonsense. You know, she was so uh, easygoing and a glow of happiness. And she was so excited to go to Vassar and all this other shit. And while he's talking, Tyler just fucking steals the motorcycle. <laughs> I love it, too. Straight up. Which, again. Yeah. That guy, that dad, did not look like he rode that motorcycle there whatsoever. No, no. And uh, he, he definitely didn't know anything about his daughter either. Oh, well, that too. I, that's uh, obvious. Yeah. But they get this cute little thing where, uh, the, like, a, a ghost of um, uh, Jordan is riding behind Tyler on the motorcycle. I mean, I know that's his, yeah. you know, imagination there, but... Sure, it still is. It's a nice thought because yeah. because when they separated the last time they talked to each other, they were on great terms. Like they were in that that I don't want to say friend zone, but they were in the the moment of like reconciliation. Yeah, perfect. Yep. Uh, but he drives back out to um, Lock Manor, and uh, the bird lands you know beside him, the little sparrow. That mm-hmm. uh, um, was part of Bodhi's army um, when they were fighting against uh, Wolf Dodge. Yep. And uh, it, you know, Tyler's like, "What? You want me to, you know, follow you?" Basically, uh, he goes over to the death door. He opens the door up. The bird flies through. Um, then Ghost Bodhi talks to the bird. Bird basically says, "You know, uh, yeah, I don't want. To, I want to go be with my family. You know, and I don't. You know, you can have my body." So, Which I do appreciate this because when Bodhi does go into the bird body, it the body itself kind of transforms into what his the Bodhi bird, <laughs> the Bodhi bird. Yep, really, really good detail there. Um, so yeah, but then the the Bodhi bird uh, takes Tyler over to the animal door, and he unlocks it and walks through, and there's Bodhi. Yeah, like that's wow. You know, um, what's really, I, and I love <laughs> Nina's like, but, but how, how, and you know, uh, Bodie being Bodie just explains to her exactly how it happened. And, uh, yeah, he's like, oh, you know, uh, uh, the bad kid Zach, uh, made me into a ghost for a couple months and, uh, you know, starts talking about other things. He's like, oh, and then anyway, a sparrow who lost most of his flock, uh, to evil dogs, um, Wanted to look for his family in the spirit world, and uh, you know he, he keeps going on like 
and um, what's Duncan's boyfriend's I name? Brian. I was trying to remember. Brian. Brian. Yes, Brian. Uh, he's like, uh, you felt any of this? He's like, maybe a little bit. And he's like, well, when did you uh, get lost? He's like, right after he said, hi, mom. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fair. Like, you literally just had a funeral two weeks ago. Well, a couple days ago. Like, what? What? Yeah. Yeah. And then um, Bodie's talking to um, his mom. He's like, yeah, and, you know, uh, Zach will never bother us again because, you know, Rufus saved us. And he's like, you're here, Rufus. You stopped the bad guy and you made him go away. And everything is going to be okay for you, too, because you're going to come live with us. And you can stay with us and we can play every day. And he's like, uh, if that's okay with my mom. And she's like, of course, Rufus can stay with us. And while the, you know, the happy reunion's going on, uh, Tyler goes back down to the key house or to the well house again and calls up uh, his dad's spirit. Mm -hmm. And uh, his dad throws out another knock knock joke. He's like, man, he's like, I haven't enjoyed your knock knock joke since I was six. (laughs) Yep. And, but they have, you know, a, a bit of a heart to heart. Um, and you know, uh, Rendell explains to him because he's like, how, how, you know, how do you remember us talking in the cabinet? You were dead. And he's like, well, the funny thing is, when you're dead, nothing's really over, you know, and you can be in multiples at a time. And um, he's like, you know, uh, yeah, um, yeah. But they, basically. you know, they have, they, they basically, they you know, they, yeah, like Tyler's like, you know, I understand. I'm sorry, you know, for everything that happened. His dad's like, no, you know, none of it was your fault. You know, I love you. I'm sorry. I love you too. And then uh, they walk out of the well house together, and uh, his dad disappears, and he locks the doors up. And then we get that uh, deadhead moth, death's head moth, flying away. Yeah. Freaking love this series so much. Um. Yeah, man. Like I can't, I can't express how much I love the series. Uh, the fact that we. We've got more, like we've got uh, one more volume, the uh, called the Golden Age. It was just all the one shots, and a couple of the mini series that came out since the end of the series, um, and allegedly we've got more coming in the future. Um, I haven't heard squat about that in five years, but um, we got more coming. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully. Well, I know IDW has been having some issues with a lot of their IPs. Um, like I know they just sold off the rights of um, Transformers and GI Joes uh, to Image. Oh, damn. Skybound. Yeah, so Image. Um, and a lot of their series just hasn't been hitting. So I don't know if if they're going to be able to make more out like i mean i think they they definitely should put some more out because people like me and you will buy this stuff yeah i mean well fuck the lock and key they've got that whole group on facebook too that i mean it's been kind of dead lately but it's because well yeah it was it was active around the show when the show came out um before the show too but it was um which honestly that's where i found a few of the um like on there years ago somebody was selling um, the whole series, and I I was able to buy buy it from them. That's oh, where yeah. I've, I've it's where I got Jay Photos, the um, colorist, is on that page. 
he promotes his stuff there all the time. It's how I got a couple of the prints. That's awesome. He he put them up there, and I just happened to see it, and I went to eBay to buy them. So like, you got like the Facebook page is a good page, but um, it's, it's the the community isn't active at the moment, but it is very active at times. When there's something to be excited about, yeah, yeah. They actually just released this this year. They just released a uh, reissue of number one. It was the Everything Bad edition or something like that. Basically, well, I'll see. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll just say it because it literally is just like two pages. Um, so when you know in the in the first volume, you got Bodhi playing around. Very first issue, Bodhi's playing around. And he finds the ghost key. What What was he... Do you remember what he was doing before he found the ghost key? I don't. So he was trying to grab a sword off of the wall. Oh, okay. that's right. So in this issue, in this version, he does get the sword. And it turns out that the, the uh, hilt is a key. Uh, and ends up cutting himself in half. So, <laughs> yeah. Yep, it's uh 15th anniversary of the series. Fun little fun little addition. Um I don't know. I I love the series. I buy everything. I would love to get all the keys, but I know that can get that gets expensive and definitely some of them are like hard to find. Ridiculous. So I just might have just have to make my own keys. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, but that being said, that is everything for now. Ron, let them know where they can find you. Um, you can find me uh, good at this game on Instagram and TikTok, and then uh, good art this game on Instagram. Also, is my um, stuff. My uh, Instagram account's got my uh, art and stuff on it, so you can go check that out. Very nice. You guys can find the show on Twitter at Comic Rundown, on Instagram at Comic Book Rundown, on threads at Comic Book Rundown. Email us, comicbookrundown at gmail.com. Rate and view us on your podcasting app of choice. If you do, we'll read it on an upcoming episode. Uh, we've got merch over on Redbubble and TeePublic, and our song was done by Joe, formerly one half of the Sex Turtles and formerly part of Wreck My Podcast. So thank you all for listening, and we will catch you next time. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this show, check out all the other great shows here at the Professional Casual Network. Like what, Danny? I'll tell you. On Mondays, we've got the Lost Omens podcast, our Pathfinder 2E actual play, hosted by me, playing through the Extinction Curse AP. Also, streaming on twitch.tv slash professional casual network at 7 p.m. Eastern time, you can check out, oh yeah, the Power Phase, our Marvel Crisis Protocol live battle report show. On Tuesdays, the podcast version of, wait, did I roll a wild? Our Marvel Crisis Protocol Povlog is available. On Wednesdays, alternating releases on the Patreon, we have Settling the Southlands, our homebrew Wolf Warp actual play, and The Slithering, a Pathfinder 2nd edition actual play. 
and on Thursdays, live at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash professional casual network. We've got, wait, did I roll a wild? Our Marvel Crisis Protocol Povlog. You can also check out back episodes of Elite Eight Showdown and the first 39 episodes of the Lost Omens podcast, the first 24 episodes of Settling the Southlands, and the first handful of episodes of The Slithering on the YouTube at youtube.com slash the professional casual.